Good morning once again. Sister Janice Allen and Minister Linda Lightfoot and myself, Heather Dawson, we are the team coming to you to start the day and to welcome this another brand new day. Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 and 23 out of the New Living Translation says, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. The King James Version puts it this way. It is because of his mercies that we are not consumed. God is patient. He's kind and he waits for us. He waits for us to look away from our own disappointments of ourselves and begin to think of his loving mercies, his deep compassion that he has for us and the long suffering toward us that we realize and recognize his love never ceases and he never runs out of mercy. Isn't that wonderful? What a wonderful thing that is. Well, with that, let me say hello and welcome to everyone on the call this morning, pastors, saints of God, guests, our new Destiny Church family, to all of the intercessors, and to the first-time callers. We want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. And as um, Sister Janice is coming in a moment, let me first greet her this morning and ask her how she's doing. Sister Janice, how are you? I'm doing great, Mother. How are you? I'm doing great, too, at this early hour. Praise the Lord. It is good to hear your voice, honey. Um, And then let me say uh, good morning to Minister Lightfoot. And how are you this morning? Good morning. I'm wonderful. Thank you. And yourself? (laughs) I'm wonderful, too. Isn't it nice to say that? Yes. Yeah, it's (laughs) nice to be able to say that about yourself. I'm wonderful. And we're wonderful because of who we are in Christ and because of him. Praise the Lord. So following um, the devotion, uh, Minister Linda is going to come and she'll be praying for the requests that have been sent in and sharing any praise reports. And we also want to um, just honor our bishop and Pastor Adrian. We're grateful to God for who they are and that we ask his rich blessing to be upon him and Pastor Adrian and their family, that they are covered in the blood of Jesus and that there is no harm that can come nigh unto them, that every blessing belongs to them. So let's open with prayer before Sister Janice comes. Father, we come now with open hearts and minds, ready to rethink, ready to rethink, change our way of thinking, new ways of doing things. Father, you're faithful and true, and you are never changing. May we, your people, hear through Sister Janice this morning, how we are to present ourselves as a living sacrifice unto you. Anoint your daughter this morning as she comes in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Sister Janice, 
it is yours. Thank you, Mother Heather. And good morning to everyone. God bless you this morning. I thank God for the awesome privilege to share this morning what the Lord has given us in our devotion. Our devotion this morning is found in Romans 12, Chapter 1. I'm reading um, from the Amplified Classic Version. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. And our concentration in this verse is the latter part, which is present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God. Well, prior to this, in chapter 11, there was a question in Romans uh, chapter 11. There's a question that came up, and Paul writes about it. And the question was, has God rejected his people? The answer is no. God has not rejected his people. And we're talking about the Jewish people. As a matter of fact, God has been faithful to them even though they had not been faithful to him. And God reserved a remnant of people to himself. And God, in all of his mercy and sovereignty, he engrafted us as Gentiles. He engrafted us in. That means he gave us the same opportunity to receive him, the same opportunity to live for him and forever, to live with him, to abide in him, to know him as his Jew, as the Jewish, his chosen people had. So he engrafted us in to have that same opportunity. And when we were not even considered a people, but he did it to provoke jealousy among his chosen people, the Jews. So in our devotion, Paul is appealing to all of God's people and when we see the word therefore, I remember Pastor Harris saying, you need to, to look at what it's there for. So therefore, for this reason, or consequently, is what we're looking or what we are understanding this scripture um, and this particular word, therefore, is the re- for this reason or consequently, I'm going to show you how you should live before God. Since you know you have been not been rejected, since you know you've been accepted, and this is what we you need to do to be pleasing to the one who has called you and set you apart. He goes on to say, I, I'm asking you, I'm inviting you, I'm invoking you, calling you forth with a strong force. I'm, I'm pleading with you, I'm appealing to you by the mercies of God. And mercy in this particular passage is it, it represents hold back, restrain, withhold. And so we can say it like this by all that God would hold back, by all that God kept away that would hinder. And all this 
we can't do it without God's mercy or without God. To make a decisive decision of your body, decisive, I'm going to decide to dedicate. I'm going to decide to set myself apart for God's use. I'm going to decide to to dedicate my body. And the uh, presenting your members and faculty, the members of your body are your hands and your eyes, your mouth, your feet, your torso, your legs. Those are members of your body. Your faculties are the soberness in your mind, your thoughts, your intellect. This is what we're presenting to God. We're presenting it as a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice. Living in this passage means this is a particular manner of living, a life to, to live in all righteousness and holiness as persons justified by the death and resurrection of Christ, by the work of the cross, to live under God's constant guidance and influence, a life subject to the will of God. This is what living represents. The sacrifice is a spiritual sacrifice. As your body being the temple of God himself. God is spirit. So is the sacrifice of the consecrated believer. You're living unto God. Your life dedicated to him, for him, devoted, consecrated spirit, a consecrated spirit. And you can reference that consecrated spirit in Psalms 51:17. When he's talking about the word holy, to present your body a living sacrifice, comma, holy, which means devoted and consecrated, he's also talking about set apart. It's pure. Devotion to God and sharing in God's purity, abstaining from earth's defilement. That's what it looks like to be a living sacrifice, holy unto God and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. In this passage, the word acceptable or the word um, pleasing to God, is it means that which God wills and recognizes. That which God wills and recognizes. The Greek word is apodektos. It's A, P as in Paul, O, D as in door, E, K as in kite, T as in Tom, O, S as in Sam. Apodektos. And it means worthy to be received. Another definition for this word, well-pleasing, is approved, God-approved. And your service, your service is your worship of God. 
your worship of God is displayed in your lifestyle. It's a divine service to God. And looking at this worship, I think of Abraham who worshiped God in that he did not hold back his son, his only son. Isaac represented, that's it's, uh, Abraham's son, Isaac represented the promise and his seed, yet he offered him in his heart, and he was going through with it to sacrifice his son to God because that's what God required at that moment, at that time. But God told him not to harm his son Isaac, but God knew that Abraham would not hold anything back from God. He was looking at his heart. And as God looks at our heart, our hearts need to worship and that our lives are laid down, that our lives are given over to him, him alone, that we're sold out for him, to him, consecrated, dedicated, that our lives reflect that, that it should say that I am yours, all yours, completely yours, Father. I belong to you. His spirit to dwell. His temple, your body, his temple to dwell. And so this is what it looks like to live a life that's a living sacrifice, your body, as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God. This is what God is requiring of us, his people. Since you know that you have been chosen, you have been called by God, that you are uh, been, been dedicated to his purpose and his plan, this is the life to live, a holy life, a sincere, holy life, serving God in your worship of your whole being. And I don't know about you, but when when the, the when we obey God is because we love him. His word tells us that. And I want to be that one that will obey and not second guess, but fully trust and lean on the way of God, the word of God. Because we could never fail. You know, God has always made it a simple way. We make it hard because of our indecisiveness. But let's make a conscious decision. Let's make an intelligent decision, a decisive dedication of our bodies to Christ. I, I invite you, I implore you, I, I'm asking us to do this as unto God because especially in this day, there's no time to give in to the, the works of the flesh or our own understanding or our own intellect, but that we do this by the mercies of God, that we present ourselves to him because he knows exactly what he's doing and he knew exactly he knows exactly who you are and who he called to himself. So be encouraged and be strengthened 
by this word this morning because you have been chosen by God, the almighty God. He picked you out of all that was in the world. He picked you out to love and to serve him. And so we're going to pray now. Lord Jesus, Father God, Holy Spirit, Father, we thank you for your mercy that they are new every morning. Thank you that you've never abandoned us. Thank you for being faithful to us as you are a good father. Father, we declare that our lives will reflect what is devoted, pleasing, pure, worthy to receive, undefiled, and a new living way of worship to you, holy, consecrated, and devoted to you, pleasing to you, God. We live to worship you. Everything you called us to be, we want to stand strong in that calling. We are living sacrifices to you. We are your temple for you to dwell, for it is so So let it be done in the authority of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 That was a wonderful word this morning. Thank you, Dennis, uh, for that, that we are living sacrifices and that God reserved, you know, he reserved a remnant of people for himself. He called out those just for himself and then he grafted us he grafted us into that that's the Jewish people and then he grafted us into into that how marvelous is that when you think about it and you know um, Sister Dennis said can God know that you will not hold back anything from him are you totally sold out I think all of us on the call this morning can say a resounding yes. I am sold out to you, Lord. And in those areas where I have withheld, I give to you this day. Wonderful word, wonderful word. We're going to go now into our time when we um, pray for others, for the needs that have come in across our um, prayer line. And uh, I did not get the opportunity to send in the praise report, but I requested prayer for a young lady a couple days ago that uh, was exposed to COVID-19, and she was very fearful. Well, I want you to know that her report came back negative, praise the Lord, and especially uh, this is wonderful because she helps to care for her elderly grandmother. And the thought of having COVID-19 and exposing her grandmother to it was uh, causing great um, unrest within her. So God is good, and we praise God for that praise report. So I'm going to ask um, Minister Linda if she'll come at this time with the prayer request. Good morning, everyone. There are two prayer requests this morning. Barbara Rich. Uh, Her request is for us to pray for her son as he's having eye surgery today for a disease in his eye. Pray that it is successful and safe. 
and Valerie Green requests that we pray for her husband, Jeff Green, as he's going into the hospital for hip replacement surgery. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you blessing you and giving you all the praise that is do your name. Father, we lift up Barbara and Valerie to you. Let Barbara and Valerie be anxious for nothing. They have made their request known unto you. So let the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep their hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. Father, we call upon Jehovah Rapha, the great physician, to minister to Barbara's son and Valerie's husband. Father, your word says, that they are redeemed from the curse of the law for Jesus became a curse for them. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Your word says Jesus was wounded for their transgressions. He was bruised for their iniquities and the chastisement of their peace was upon him. And with his stripes, they were healed. Jesus himself bore all their sins sickness and disease in his own body on the tree that they would die to sin but live unto righteousness by whose stripes they were healed. Father, let the atmosphere be filled with your divine presence. We lift up the medical teams of doctors and nurses that will be administering surgery. We release Holy Spirit to think through their minds and work through their hands. Let them minister with precision of hands and let them minister thorough and proper sanitation of implements, hands, garments, and surgical room environment. We decree no access to detrimental bacteria. We plead the blood of Jesus over the lives and bodies of both patients. The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord has made them both. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. He renews their strength. He guides them along right paths bringing honor to his name. We ask Holy Spirit to lead and guide the surgeons throughout the procedures. For Lord, you yourself are their strength and their defense. You have become their salvation. Let there be no errors made in the procedures. Father, we give thanks to you now for the success of the surgery and a speedy recovery. You have sent your word and healed them and delivered them from destruction. Release your angels that excel in strength, that do your commands, that hearken to the voice of your word. Hasten your word to perform it. We are confident that you have heard us. And because we know that you hear us, we therefore deem these things as done in Jesus' name. Amen. And it is so. And it is so. Yes, amen and hallelujah. So be it in Jesus' name. And we believe that from these uh, prayer requests that uh, praise reports are forthcoming We serve a God who is faithful. He is a healing God. He is a delivering God. He is everything. He is everything. So whatever you need this morning, even though you might not have sent in a prayer request, you know what? Reach out. 
just reach out to him. Claim what it is that you are in need of. Might be a job that you need. Claim it. Just claim that job in Jesus' name. If it's healing, take that healing. That's why Jesus died. He died for you. He took our infirmities, whatever those are. Praise God. I am excited. I'm excited. Praise the Lord. And I hope that you are too. I'm going to go back to uh, Sister Janice and see if there's anything more that uh, she has for us before we close out our time together. It's hard to believe that we're almost to the end of our prayer call, our time. And uh, so, Janice, do you have anything more this morning? Yes, Mother. Heather, I'm reminded by the Holy Spirit to remind all of us that we're not presenting our bodies on our own. We've made a decision, but God is there. The Holy Spirit is there to help us and come alongside of us. So all we need to do is do exactly what you were saying earlier, to reach out and to reach for him and ask for his help. And he's right there. Jesus left him here in the earth. He's here right now with us, reminding us of what Jesus did and what Jesus said, reminding us of his example. And so we're not doing this alone. We're doing it with the help and the mercies of God. And I just wanted to reiterate that this morning. He is our doctor, medicine, and healer. Thank you, Yes, indeed. Indeed, he is. You know, as um, I was sitting here and I was listening and that, I was thinking about um, Psalms 139. And so I got my Bible and I pulled it out. And this is out of the Passion. And it's the one you know all about me is the, the title of that. It says, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. Think about that. You perceive every movement of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book, and you know all the words I'm about to speak before I even start a sentence. You know every step I will take before my journey even begins. So the Lord knows every step that you're going to take today, today, saints. No matter where you go, what you do, God already knows. It, it goes on and says, you've gone into my future to prepare the way. See, he's already prepared a way. So don't be discouraged. Don't get downhearted. Trust in him. Lean on him. Lean on him, because if you lean on him, you're not going to fall. And then it goes on to say, um, you've gone into my future to prepare the way, and in kindness, you follow behind me. Oh, to spare me from the harm of my past. See, your past will always try to stay right with you to remind you, causing you to be downhearted, defeated. But right there it says, 
to spare me from the harm of my past. See, your past is past. It's behind you. And God protects you when you lean on him, lean into him, lean upon him. I'm just excited this morning. Praise God. And then farther in, it just says, in that same wonderful psalm, it says, I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. You know that you're mysteriously complex? I know I am. Sometimes I try to figure myself out, and I get confused. But God says, no, I've made you. I've made you very complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. And it simply amazes me to think about it, how thoroughly you know me, Lord. So he knows you. He knows you. He knows you going forward, and he knows where you came from. And in both directions, he's got you covered. So praise God. Our time is up. So let me close out in prayer. I thank God for Sister Janice and for uh, Minister Lightfoot for being with us this morning and making up the team. I pray that each and every one of you were truly blessed and that you'll go forth in total victory today knowing who your God is. So, Father God, this has been a great morning. It's been a wonderful time because we were together. We were together, but more importantly, we were with you. Let the words spoken this morning be protected and covered in the blood of Jesus. Every word covered in the blood, those requests covered in the blood of Jesus. Your word is life and breath to us. And we as your children desire to be more like you than ever before. Our destiny is found in you. It's not found in this world, Lord. We are ambassadors. We're ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven to build your kingdom on this earth as it is in heaven. Father, bless your people as only you can. May faith and hope arise smiting the enemy in his attempts to defeat us in Jesus' name. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we choose to rejoice, and we are going to be glad in it. God bless you, dear ones. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and we will meet you again tomorrow morning, 5 a.m. Praise God. Have a victorious day. You are loved. Bye-bye. Kathy, open up the line.